Ahoy hoy. I'm Lydia. And I'm Eric. And this, this is, is Fighting, Fighting with, with My, my Other, other Half. half. Add only has one D. Add does only this have case. one D. Unless we're doing math, which is what I do. I do math. You do math? Not math. Oh, <laughs> math? Get her. No. No. D-E-A, get her. Listen, the other day I was talking to hopefully one of our new couple friends. We'll see. And they were like, I was. I messaged him. I was like, hey, this is me infecting your phone, but in like a fun way, not in an illegal way. And he was like, nah, man, I already called the feds. And so I sent a gif of like all the police rushing into the building and I said, oh shit, they're already here. For a second, I was like, yeah, I was there. I know what happened, I, but I forgot that we're just doing this for the podcast now. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Eric. I was telling our friends on the other side of the headphones. Hello, friends on the other side of the headphones. Are we friends? Is that too formal? Is it too formal to say that we're friends? I'm calling us friends. Sorry. I'm not, not sorry. So You're not sorry? You're not calling them friends? I'm not calling them friends. Yeah. That's aggressive. I'm an asshole. What? Yeah. If you haven't heard. What? Yes. Okay. Well, you can stop. That's what you can do. Wait, I didn't finish my story. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to finish your story? I Too bad. Know. Go ahead and finish your story. No, you know what to do. No, I'll finish it. Okay. okay. So I sent the gif of the, the, the feds rushing into a building. And he responded with, wow, they got there fast. And then I sent back the next day because I didn't think of it was, I didn't think of something funny until an hour later. Yeah, that's how it goes. I sent back, they took away our cat for his war crimes. And then he responded, serves him right. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know that part. (laughs) So yeah, if you don't hear beans in the background, it's because he's being tried for his war crimes right now. We posted bail. It's fine. I don't, I don't think he's. I don't think war criminals get bail. Ours did because he's a cat and he only has three legs. They recognized his injury. Happy New Year, everybody. Oh, it's the new year. So be happy about it, probably. Yeah. What's your New Year's resolution? Shout it out in your car right now. Oh. <laughs> Just scream <laughs> it in your office. You yeah. And when someone looks at you and is like, what the hell is wrong with you? You say, I'm talking to my friends. I'm talking to myself. We should talk about parasocial relationships one episode. That's not this episode, though. It's not this episode. Do you want to do our quick bachelor? Batch, batch? Yeah, it was the women tell all. Listen, what I have, what I've gained from us talking about this and listening back to all these episode recordings is that I am fucking wrong about so many things. However, you were correct about who was going home, who he chose to go home. No, you were right. What? You were right about who he chose to go home. I could have sworn... Nope. You said Faith. And I said like, Faith was going to get it. She was going to get the rose. <laughs> She's going to get it. <laughs> no. Listen, last time you said that I put out a hit on them, I'm not doing that. This time, you're also sounding like I'm going to put a hit out on them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's not happening. Well, then I'll just agree with me being correct. Okay. Yeah. So you were right about Kathy. Wow, I'm so good. And then you were right about Teresa being the one that he chose, which... I was flabbergasted. Even the host walked out. Yeah. <laughs> the look on the host's face was like, what the fuck, dude? Are yeah, you kidding me? He did like the shrug, like the hands palm up, like, what? 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 I, g- I guess this is the choice then. Yeah. And so then um, at the tell all, was there, what, what was your favorite parts of the tell all? My favorite part was Susan. 
Yep, Susan was enjoyable. I love Susan. Everybody's favorite part was whenever everybody was talking about farting. Yeah. And shitting themselves. Who, 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 Sandra, San, Sandra, is that her name? Sandra? Sandra. Sandra. Yes. She was her, her fart with dead eyes into the camera gave me life. I I felt fulfilled in my heart <laughs> with That's that. Sad. <laughs> I just thought it was great. No, it's fart more filling. so it's more so that like to know that like these women that we've seen on the show who mm-hmm. have like portrayed whatever, yeah, that they're just like normal ass people, right? And that they they're just like this is life. This is my flatulence. This is my body. Yeah. Here you are. Here you are. Thank you so much. Enjoy. Enjoy. <laughs> When we talked about starting this podcast, editing was the biggest hill I was worried about us overcoming. Yeah, no, same for me, especially because I'm not very techy. I had heard about the slog other creators went through and the sheer amount of time it takes to edit an episode, and it was just super overwhelming to think about. Which is why I was so grateful that we heard about Alatu. With Alatu, it's like having a podcast producer in our pocket. We just upload our raw recordings and Alatu does the rest. Audio balancing, cleaning up background noise, all of those small things. And the user interface is so friendly, I immediately jumped into editing without a tedious or long-winded learning process. After our seven-day free trial, I knew that there was no way we were going to use a different software. Yeah, I also love that we can host our podcast within Alitu, but if we ever decided to change hosts, I know they would seamlessly integrate with other hosting platforms like Buzzsprout, Podbean, and more. Another thing I really loved about Alitu is their customer service. They regularly reach out with emails to make sure that we don't have any questions. And when I did, I sent a chat to their customer service and their team of real people reached out to help solve my issue. Like not just one person, like several people on their team reached out to make sure that we had our question answered. Yeah, and and not only that, they also have a short video series that helps you launch your podcast in seven days that we found extremely helpful. Uh, you also failed to mention that they have free music library. Wow. I don't know that I appreciate your sass, Eric, <laughs> but yeah, their free music library has so many options that I know are safe to use, like the track under this ad right now. Wow. So don't let editing be the thing that keeps you from reaching your audience. So check out our link in the show notes below to start your seven-day free trial today with Alitu. See y'all back in the episode. Bye. Bye. Here's our hack for sleeping together in the bed. If one of y'all is always stealing the dang blankets, just get two blankets. Just get two blankets. It solves so much. (laughs) Eric sleeps with the sheet, the top sheet, because he, he sleeps hot. And so it's just better for him just to have the sheet. Yeah, I'm so fucking hot. I'm so sleepy hot. <laughs> and I sleep with a weighted blanket because anxiety and whatever. Yeah. And I don't like to feel like a fish caught in a net. Yeah. He hates the weighted blanket. I hate weighted blankets. I love the top sheet, but I give that to him because I love him. Yeah. And it just like solves the issue of us, of me, because I used to be the one who would steal the blanket. True. And so this, I, this, I feel like this accidentally happened when we started living together. Yeah. But it's it's been great. I would the only thing that I don't like about it is that it sucks making the bed, and it feels like we never can make the bed because like I like to tuck the sheets in. Yeah, and I know all that's just gonna get pulled out because he's True. the only one who gets the sheet. I get the sheet. Maybe we need to do like two sheets. Two sheets. I didn't think about that. Not not two fitted sheets. Only two top sheets. Because mm. I love bet- laying in between the fitted sheet and the top sheet whenever they're freshly clean. I get my best night of sleep whenever that's the case. I guess. Yeah. Another thing from the tell-all, Kathy really leaned into the zip it thing, but she was so embarrassed too, which made me feel better that that's probably not like completely who she is. She did mention like jealousy set in Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. there was a lot of competition and that 
she's known to just kind of like tell it how it is and tell how she feels. And she's, I, she's very, uh, oh shit. Forthright. Yeah. I mean, good. that's probably not the exact word you were going to no, no, I would never say forthright. <laughs> You're right. That's a me that's, word. <laughs> that is the word. I'm very formal. <laughs> Sometimes. I think it's the neurodiversity. <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, I, I really appreciated that she kind of leaned in more to that and and was willing to say like, hey, that was embarrassing for me and that wasn't the best and yeah. sorry, yeah. kind of. So also, I was also wrong. That was not like, that wasn't the last episode. There's still yeah. two more, two yes. or three. So it'll be two more episodes, but it'll be in, the last episode will be in three weeks because of Thanksgiving. That's right. That's what it is. Because it airs on Thursdays. Oh, that's right. It does air on Thursday because we watch it on Friday, Friday. and on Hulu, yep. as we've said many times. Hey. Get on it. <laughs> Get down on it. Get, Get down, down on it. it. <laughs> Man. Cool. Do you make New Year's resolutions, Eric? No. Yeah, I don't either. No, I don't because I'm not going to stick to it, nor am I going to remember it. There is one that I'm like, yeah, no, this one's fun to say to people if they ask me. It's, uh, I forget the actor, but it was on uh, Conan's show on TBS. I don't know how many years ago. It was a while ago. Um, and they were talking about New Year's resolutions, and the actor was like, yeah, no, I just have one thing. Care less and drink more. Hell yeah. And that's it. So that's what you tell people? That's what I tell people. I'm like, so in New, Year's re- New Year's resolutions, yeah, care less and drink more. How long have you been telling people that? Since I was 18. When did you start drinking? Whenever I was 26. <laughs> <laughs> that's even better (laughs) oh man man oh man oh man i also don't make new year's resolutions i used to be really big about making new year's resolutions but i think we should be setting goals for ourselves all the time and always looking forward to like the next thing instead of setting like one very lofty goal at the beginning of the year it's usually vague like lose weight like it's Mm, yeah it's not actionable Yeah, it's not actionable Mm -hmm. like you just have to be like i do this in order to lose weight should be the goal and so just be like lose weight or stop drinking yeah i think i think it has to be i think less vague more more, goals yeah at smaller intervals Mm -hmm. for me are more helpful or a goal that like i actually want instead of just like the ones that everybody does at the beginning of the year yeah do you have any podcasting goals for this year my goal is to just keep doing it so you just want to keep on going with the the podcast thing just keep it going strong yeah into the next 28 years i don't know about 28 years but um episode every day for the next 28 years you heard it absolutely not stop (laughs) i i think our biggest my biggest goal with this podcast is to just show up and like make it happen as opposed to like we need to have these amount of interactions and we need to have this growth in audience and da, 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 like all these things truly my goal is to just interact with you and to have this time together yeah. through this medium where we have like a catalog of our good times yeah yeah do you have any I, podcast goals i don't so you don't want to just keep going with it well i'm cool to keep going with it oh <laughs> <laughs> that's just not your goal it's, yeah it's just not a goal i'll just keep going at it okay but your goal is not to run it into the ground. Yeah, my goal is not to run it into the ground. My goal isn't to sabotage uh, this. Okay. Because I do enjoy doing this with you. Cool. 
as long as we're like not working against each other i feel like that's just the baseline yeah. that i want to establish yeah, like here. last night whenever we went to our board game night oh yes we're trying to meet new friends um we're actually on bumble bff right now and that is an experience within itself yeah but we're also trying to like go out to more events with people around our age well let's kinda... just say we're trying to go out because we don't really go out oh yeah yeah we're home buddies. Home is where the good stuff is. It's where our cat is. Home is where your cat is. I really like being with Beans. I'm gonna yeah. be honest. Yeah, we miss him. He's way cooler than a lot of people. The trial. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> he has been a problematic today. Tried to knock over our Halloween tree, which is still yeah. a Halloween tree for us. Hey, for anyone who doesn't know, there's always like fun little audio Easter eggs at the end of these episodes after the um, theme song. If you don't listen to those, yes. you should check them out. Check they them out. You giggle. Anyways. <laughs> we'll see what today's is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anything else before? Well, hold on. Oh. We got to finish our story. What story? So yeah, doing the Bumble BFF thing and then we're meeting new people. So we went to the game night last night. There was a, it was through your work, right? Like a board game night? Yeah. With like people our age-ish. Yeah met a lovely person they uh they're more into board games than we are we're into board games we're, into we're just not we're just, into like the we're niche just, ones. we're just not as knowledgeable about yes. a lot of stuff that's a great way to explain it i love board games um i just yeah, didn't have I'm, enough friends growing up to play i'm them. dtp down to play um <laughs> yeah they um they brought one over which was rising phoenix, phoenix I, that Rise. sounds right one of those two but it's it's a tile game where you put tiles and you create the map but as you go as it's you dynamic go. it was yeah. really cool i it really liked really cool. that um however if you end up being on the same like path, path yeah as another phoenix and crash into them you both die however they're phoenixes so they can rise from the ashes once once yeah you only yeah. get one one extra life one extra life so eric killed me i <laughs> i did <laughs> i did kill her because i thought it was funny and it's so fun because we had just gotten done talking about our no murder rule in our house. Yep. <laughs> and yes, we do have a no murder rule because no we're murder. both into true crime and the spouse always murders the other spouse for life insurance. Yeah. Literally, I went to go get my lashes done today and we were listening to a true crime podcast and the husband <laughs> killed the wife for the life insurance. <laughs> so yeah, we made a promise not to kill each other once we had, once life, insurance. We had life insurance. And so I got life insurance as soon as I could. <laughs> yeah. So... He can't murder me. Nope. But she can still murder me. No. Please. No? <laughs> Question mark? <laughs> cool. Anything else? No, uh, I don't think so. Let's just get into what we're doing today. Oh, Lydia, what are we doing today? I don't know if y'all bitches have heard of Clickhole. I don't well, want to that, That's that. very aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you stupid motherfuckers have heard of Clickhole, you dumb fucking bitches. Can't wait to clip that on its own so it just sounds like you're saying that. <laughs> so I don't know if you all have heard of Clickhole, okay? I haven't until before this podcast. <laughs> I'm going to try that sentence again. <laughs> no, I don't okay. think I will. <laughs> okay. Yes, I will try that again. Uh, before this episode, because you brought it up at some point and you read off one of the 
oh what was it one of the quizzes to me and it was um something like a serial killer like emailing you or whatever being like yeah i'm gonna kill you soon oh yeah and you were like, filling out a survey you about how yeah. you feel about being yes. murdered yeah that's yeah. what it was yeah so uh, buzzfeed quizzes is something we used to do a lot over the phone whenever we were long distance yeah just because it was something like silly and goofy to do because mm-hmm. it was just kind of like absurd stuff sometimes other times it was like we could find out what disney princess we are we could find out who our, what our soulmate's first name was going to start with and anytime his soulmate's name didn't start with l i'd be like who the fuck is she so yeah click hole also has quizzes uh, I don't know. They have other things too, like articles and stuff like that. It's it's giving BuzzFeed energy, but more chaotic. Which I'm all for. So the plan is, is that I'm going to read you the quizzes that I have picked from their website. Okay. She's going to read it to you, dear listener. No, Eric. Oh. I mean, them too. They'll be listening, hopefully. That's true. Um, <laughs> I'm going to read it to you and you're going to answer it. Now, send your answer to the past so I know what it is. Well, there's not necessarily a right answer. What you're just wanting to like. Yeah, I just wanted their engagement. Everybody's engagement. Send it to the past with your mind. Just hop in your time machine. What was the car? DeLorean. I keep wanting to say Mandalorian, but that's from Doctor Strange, right? Not Doctor Strange, Doctor Who. Mandalorian? Yeah, isn't that something else? Star Wars. Oh, whoops. I'm going to get roasted by the nerds. That's fine. You're not a (laughs) nerd like that. Yeah. You're not a geek. I'm not a geek. I like math. Yeah, you like math. I said earlier, I like doing math. I like doing math with my cat. (laughs) No, I don't like doing math with beans. You can't count to 20. You can only count to 15. Beans, she's making... Oh, he's asleep. (laughs) I mean, he's on trial. (laughs) Ready? Baby, I was born ready, but I wasn't. Okay. I was just born. But you're ready now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, good. Might as well be ready. Sure, because I'm going to start reading. So Read. Oh, that's a big ask, but we'll try. A lot of people don't know this, but Lydia can't read. I, I just struggle to speak and read in general speak, out loud. Yeah, speak and read. Yeah. What, what's your what's your word mash for that? Speed. Mm, nice. Yeah. Not spreed? Spreed. <laughs> <laughs> Can you teach Big Bird to act appropriately in court during his upcoming murder <laughs> trial? <laughs> All right. Let's, let's see if I can. Big Bird is some kind of huge chicken who <laughs> might have recently killed a person. <laughs> okay. He has to appear in court next week to stand trial for murder. Unfortunately, Big Bird has no idea how you're supposed to behave in court and is left to his own devices. He will cause a lot of problems for himself. He needs some coaching. Can you teach Big Bird how to act appropriately during his upcoming murder trial? Take this quiz to find out. I got you, Big Bird. We're going to get out of this murder that you didn't commit. Right off the bat, it's important to know that Big Bird is accused of killing an ambassador from the French consulate in New York City. Oh, shit. I can't help you. (laughs) The man was discovered disemboweled, and a huge pile of big yellow feathers was found next to the body among the words, Bag Bird, written in blood. (laughs) Obviously, it's Bag Bird. It's not Big Bird. Obviously. How would you like to advise Big Bird to explain away this evidence? You have four options. Okay. Option number one, I would instruct Big Bird to tell the jury that the feathers probably came from Grover. Do you remember what Grover looks like? Yes. Okay. He gets shot out of a cannon Mm -hmm. and he's blue. Yeah. 
of a diva day. Sounds like we've got a killer named Bagbird on the loose. I'd tell Big Bird to tell the police to look for Bagbird. Yep. I would instruct Big Bird to tell the jury that the feathers are his, but he found the French ambassador after he was already dead and tried to bring him back to life by dumping a pile of feathers on him. No. And number four, the fourth option is lots of people shed big piles of yellow, yellow feathers when they're killing people. They could come from anybody. I'd tell Big Bird just to ignore it. No. Bagbird is on the loose and you got to get him. Cool. Good option. Good choice. Good choice. One thing that's important to know about Big Bird is that he's obsessed with teaching lessons. This makes him a good fit on Sesame Street. But when he's not on Sesame Street, he carries around a trash bag filled with a large assortment of spiders, cockroaches, and other insects, whom he refers to as his students. Periodically, Big Bird will open up the trash bag filled with the bugs and shout educational things into it, like, The letter J is coming to kill me! Or... French is just Spanish spoke in a deeper voice. If he pulls this shit in front of a jury, it's not going to win him any goodwill. How would you discourage this behavior? Before you give the uh, the choices, I would threaten to murder the bag. Oh. If he didn't act Kill up. all the, the insects? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's a good one. I, one, I would tell Big Bird that the bugs and spiders in his trash bag already know everything and are professors at Harvard, so there's no need to continue teaching them stuff. Mm. Two, I would donate the bag of bugs and spiders to... Syria and tell Big Bird that his students joined ISIS. Mm. Three, I would drop a calculator into the trash bag and tell Big Bird that the bugs and spiders are learning math from the calculator so his services are no longer necessary. Four, I'd actually let Big Bird keep yelling lessons at the bugs. Maybe a few jury members also like to carry around big bags of insects and teach them things. So they'll find Big Bird more relatable. I'm going to go with number one. They're uh, all professors at Harvard. You're good. You've done your job. You don't need them. And they don't need you anymore. <laughs> you don't need them and they don't need you. You have grown each other. Cool. According to Big Bird, his alibi for where he was on the night of the murder was that he was looking at Elmo, quote unquote. Elmo cannot confirm whether or not this is true because he says that on the night of the murder, he was in an unconscious trance-like state brought on by the music of Frank Zappa. So Elmo has no memory of what happened that night. How would you suggest that Big Bird alter his alibi? One, I would urge Big Bird to include more specific details about his alibi, such as where he was looking at Elmo and what Elmo was doing while Big Bird looked at him. I would urge Big Bird to include more specific details in his alibi, such as whether or not he was looking at Elmo in the dark or looking at Elmo from far away. I would tell Big Bird to change his alibi from looking at Elmo to staring at Elmo. Or I would tell Big Bird that any alibi he says is fine as long as he whispers it. <laughs> you can use that in the court of law. Just just say your alibi very quietly. I don't think we should be claiming to be legal professionals. As a legal professional, uh, as someone defending our cat for war crimes, uh, I just got to say you got to whisper it all so that they just can't hear you. Also, we're not legal professionals, but I will put that down as your answer. What? Oh, that last one? The whisper one? No, yeah. number one. Eric, what? <laughs> that he needs to include more specific details, such as where he was looking at Elmo? Yeah. And what, what Elmo, Elmo was, was doing? doing? Okay. Well, so we're not legal professionals. We're not. <laughs> I never passed the bar. All right. When Big Bird is in a large group of people, such as a courtroom, he likes to perform what he calls his special trick. I don't like that sound. To perform his he special- pull out his cloaca and show everybody his special trick? Ew. Gross. Yeah. To perform his special trick, Big Bird lays an egg on the floor and sits on it for about 15 minutes. Then the egg hatches and a human arm crawls out. 
Big Bird picks up the human arm and uses it to slap people in the face. Big Bird's special trip is disgusting and violent, and he should not do it in court. How would you discourage Big Bird from doing his special trick during a murder trial? Number one, I would have Big Bird sterilized by a veterinarian or car mechanic in order to make sure he can't lay any eggs in court. (laughs) Why a car mechanic? (laughs) Because he's a big dude? I don't know. I would tell Big Bird that everyone in the courtroom has already seen Gordon Ramsay do a similar trick on an episode of (laughs) MasterChef, so if he doesn't, nobody will be impressed. (laughs) I will tell Big Bird that he can make money if he sells his eggs on Craigslist, and he's just wasting them by doing his special trick for free. Or, Big Bird's special trick actually sounds really impressive. I would let him go for it. Maybe it will make the jury stand up and cheer. My real choice is number three, but my favorite choice is number two. Okay, which one do you want? How do you want to um, tell Big Bird to act in this murder trial? Do you want to tell him about Gordon Ramsay, or do you want to tell him to sell them on Craigslist? Sell on Craigslist. That's my real answer, but I'm okay. saying that number two is my favorite of the four. Understood. Understood. That one was very good. All right. Looks like three more. All right. Three more murders. Here we go. <laughs> One of Big Bird's most serious problems is that he can't tell the difference between himself and other birds. (laughs) If he sees a regular-sized bird, like a pigeon or something, he points at it and says, That's me! There I am! Then he will try to eat the smaller bird while mumbling, It's me. I have to eat him. It's deeply unnerving to witness, and if some kind of bird flew past the window in the courtroom during the murder trial, he would definitely alienate the jury with his bizarre behaviors. What steps would you take to ensure this doesn't happen? I would stand outside the courtroom with a tennis racket and swat away any birds that get close to Big Bird. I would explain to Big Bird that he's the only Big Bird, and I would provide this by eating a family-sized bucket of KFC in front of him and showing him how I eat the chicken. Nothing bad happens to him because he is not other birds. I just want to say nobody should ever eat KFC. It's not very good. As a person who grew up in Kentucky, it's not very good. As a person who likes chicken, it's not good. Yeah. Yeah. That too. As a person who eats, it's not good. (laughs) If the bird gets into the courtroom, I will put a name tag on it that says, hello, my name is Reggie. So that when Big Bird sees the regular sized bird, he'll say, I thought that bird was me, but it's Reggie. Or Big Bird is right. Those birds are Big Bird. Every bird is Big Bird. Every bird is Big Bird. That's what you want to advise him? Yeah. Every bird is you, bro. Sure. You are every bird. The omnipotent being of Big Bird. (laughs) Just a heads up, every so often, Big Bird's eyes will roll into the back of his head and he'll scream, Today's lesson was brought to you by the number eight! And then, a 50-foot-tall marble statue of the number eight will emerge from the ground, destroying everything in its path. There's no way to stop this from happening. Your only option is to make a note of that. I'll make a note of that. Okay, great. Okay, one last thing. Cookie Monster recently told Big Bird about the crucifixion of Jesus Christ. Okay. And now Big Bird is very afraid of hammers. Yeah. When the judge bangs on his gavel, <laughs> no, sorry. What? When the judge bangs his gavel, Big Bird is probably going to shoot ink out of his ink sack directly into the judge's face. Why? Why does? I'm sorry. It's an unconscious defense mechanism. That How, doesn't explain why Big Bird has an ink sack. All I know is that it's an. I'm just giving you the facts here, man. Unconscious defense mechanism. I'll make a note of that. Okay, great. How would you prepare Big Bird so he's not afraid of the gavel sound? I would make Big Bird wear a pair of earmuffs in court so he cannot hear the gavel sound. I would tell Big Bird that Cookie Monster was lying 
and that the Romans never crucified Jesus. I would tell him Jesus passed away at the age of 63 because he accidentally inhaled his own beard in his sleep and suffocated. We've all been there. <laughs> I, I would give Big Bird immersion therapy by showing him pictures of hammers for 12 continuous hours prior to his appearance in court. Look, it's entirely possible that the judge is going to use his gavel to crucify Big Bird. He has every right to be afraid. <laughs> I'm going to go with option three, because in my brain, he's just showing Passion of the Christ on repeat to Big Bird. There's pictures of hammers for 12 hours. Well, he's also thrown in Passion, Passion of the, the Christ. Christ. <laughs> okay. I don't know that would make it any better. All right. You've completed all seven questions. Hey, nice job. According to this quiz, you'd be really good at teaching Big Bird to act appropriately in court during his upcoming murder trial. Obviously, there's nothing anyone can do to make Big Bird totally normal. Yeah. But with you by his side, he's got a real shot at beating this murder rap. Yeah. Yay. We did it. We did we, it. <laughs> Big Bird has been acquitted. Well, no, we don't know that for sure. No, no, no. He's been acquitted. Okay. Great. He's free to kill again. I didn't. You didn't hear that. I didn't hear that? Hear what? It's just one of those things where you're like, you didn't hear that. And then I ask what it was. And then you're like, what? I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. I'm going to ask you 25 questions and you're going to tell me whether you did these or not. Yes. Okay. All 25. Check off all the rookie mistakes you made while giving birth for the first time. Oh, okay. Did you freak out because you assumed the baby would come out fully grown? No. Did you pull instead of push? Yes. Did you show up to the hospital in full hockey gear? No, I did a... Uh shin guards like mm. soccer outfit yeah that's did you come in cleats oh i always come in cleats hell yeah <laughs> when i put my cleats on you know i'm coming it's <laughs> just your business cleats that's my business cleats <laughs> but when when lydia sees me wearing the cleats she knows it's time for and you me. don't know i need to run away <laughs> <laughs> i know i need to stay the night somewhere else because <laughs> he's painting the town it's time for me to come my cleats are on mother ew <laughs> my cleats are on I must come. Where's my wife? Yell encouraging things at your vagina in German under the false assumption that vaginas speak German. Why does that one make sense? Why does it make sense? In, why does it make what? sense? Why does it make sense in my brain that I, vaginas would speak German? I literally don't know. I I don't know either. But I'm like, yeah, no, vaginas would be German. Speaking. So you did do that whenever you gave birth for the first time? Yeah, fuck it. No, that's how you gave birth. I gave birth by fucking it. Originally, yeah. It's how babies get in there. <laughs> babies like to sneak into the vagina while you're asleep. And then they just stay there. <laughs> no, ew, I don't like it. The great baby heist. Did you give birth to the wrong baby? Yes. Did you continue to give birth to more babies after you were done with the first one? I did. How many did you give 78. birth? 78. How you feeling? My vagina can't speak anymore. Oh, no more German? No more German. Mm. Well, that explains why none of the rest of us understand that. Did you think the placenta was the baby and vice versa? No, I just thought it was a nice snack to have. Mm. Very rejuvenating for some people. Yeah, rejuvenating? Rejuvenating. Rejuvenating. <laughs> <laughs> Did you spend longer than 12 minutes in labor? 12 what? 12 minutes in labor? Oh, I said 12 months. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I did not. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, no. <laughs> what a rookie mistake to spend more than 12 minutes in labor. It's definitely not a normal thing. Yeah. Did you give birth to an orphan? We'll find out. <laughs> <laughs> oh my 
gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't expecting that one. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> Did you ask the doctor if it was normal for babies to come out of your body? Yes. Yeah, I feel like you would for sure. <laughs> Did you not use your inside voice? I did not. I used my outside yelly voice. Mm, yeah. Rookie mistake. Did you play with the umbilical cord like it was an upright bass? <laughs> you gotta. <laughs> all of them, actually. All, uh, yeah, all, all 78. Oh, all 79. Oh, that's 78 right. More yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. So it was just, uh, yeah, just a 79 strung uh, bass. Hulk yeah. Hulk yeah. <laughs> Hulk yeah. <laughs> Did you give birth to a huge mess of crickets and act like that was the plan all along? That's where the other 78 came from, yeah. Oh, yeah, it was just, that's far less painful then, hopefully. They were life-size. By life-size, I mean human-size. <laughs> okay. <laughs> life-size crickets coming soon. They're just in beta right now. That's why they're so small. Mm, understood, understood. Did you forget to do the arms? <laughs> what? Did you forget to do the arms? What do you mean? I'm just asking you this I survey. guess I did, yeah. I forgot okay. to do the arms. I don't know what the hell that means. I'm assuming they're asking if you forgot to develop the arms whenever the baby was inside you. My brain is like, did you flap your arms like a bird? When <laughs> did you accidentally give birth to a ghost that then proceeded to scare everyone in the hospital? No. Okay. Did you let a little fart squeed out, bringing shame upon you? No, I did let a fart out, but there was no shame. Mm, that's good. Don't that's feel good. shame. You're going to shit yourself when you give birth. Some people do. Yeah. I knew someone who gave birth and they specifically wanted to be induced because they didn't want to poop on the delivery table. That was very important to her. I remember that was like the only thing we talked about when we talked about her being pregnant. <laughs> That's fair. I guess it's got to feel embarrassing. I think they're just people who like she didn't want her baby to come out and roll around in her poop. Hmm. And it also could have been an embarrassment thing. But I, I remember her talking about like, I don't want my baby coming out into this world and poop. So I don't know. I don't have a I don't have a child. I haven't given birth up to this point. Good. Yep. For me. We'll keep it this way. For now. Maybe forever. We'll find out. We'll find out. Did you take a break after only the bottom half of the baby was out to go hang out with your friends? Yeah, I did. What'd y'all do? We shot some pole. Heck yeah. Played basketball as well. Did you wear your gown or did you put back on your jeans? Put back on my jeans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you didn't have your MC hammer pants. There's yeah. Yeah, people were just <laughs> checking out my bulge, which was my baby. <laughs> just was it? Did what, did the baby crown like head, or did they come out feet first? Just feet first. Okay, I feel like you could like put the legs on both sides. Yep. So you'd have two bulges. Yep. Did you forget to love the baby? I did. Mm, yeah. Sad. Being the the male, I it didn't look like me enough, so I wanted to eat it. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Did you have your partner ejaculate inside of you during childbirth just to be 100% sure that the egg was fertilized? No. I was there. I remember. I remember that you didn't ask me to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Did you do it on stage during a Red Hot Chili Peppers concert? I did. So how did they feel about putting the concert on hold for you to go and play pool? Did you play pool backstage? Backstage, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. There was a court backstage as well. Was that during the intermission? During the intermission. That yeah, makes yeah, sense. Yeah. Actually, when I think about it, I just had a sock on. What? Yeah, just a sock. I didn't have jeans on. I just had a sock. Over what? My penis and baby. <laughs> in one sock or two socks? Just one sock. Okay. Was it one of the hospital socks? Yeah. Bro, those are the a, best. It was a grippy sock. I like grippy socks. Did you give birth to a lamp that didn't even work? No, it was 78 crickets and a baby. That's right. We did already discuss that. I'm sorry. I, I redundantly asked that question. Did you experience pain? Yes. 
That's such a rookie mistake. Oh my gosh. I know. Did you get impatient and give birth an hour after contraception? No. Okay. Did you launch the kid like 200 freaking yards? Yeah, I did. It came, shoot a shot out of you? Yeah, shot out of my penis. Mm. Yeah. You peed it out? Yeah, I peed the baby out. I don't know why I was thinking it would be coming out of your butthole. I don't know. Definitely was not thinking it would come out of your pee hole. Yeah. And finally, did you give birth to a really crappy baby? I did. He was covering all my shit. <laughs> Made sure of it too. Gotta let them know that life is shit, so be born in the shit. You performed 13 out of 25 rookie mistakes that were on this list. Not bad, but not great either. You made quite a few mistakes the first time you gave birth. It's important to remember that every time you do it, you're only going to get better at it. After 11 or 12 practice babies, you'll be popping them out like a seasoned pro. Don't worry, you'll get the hang of it. One day I'll know how to give birth. Yeah. One day I won't hate my child, but that day's not today. It's fair. So, Eric, I couldn't think of any other way to tell you this. Okay. Your parents are my parents now. Okay. They're mine and you must accept this. No. I have claimed your mother and your father as my own. You will need to find new parents as I have taken yours. Do you understand? No. You have none now? You're an orphan. No. Would you say this cannot be true? I have no parents. I am alone or I am an orphan. This is not true. Okay. I'm your parents' only child. Your mother teaches me proper manners and helps me keep tidy. Your father and I spend hours handing a football back and forth in the yard. I love them so very much. Those aren't my parents. (laughs) (laughs) Neither of them. My mother never taught me manners. And my father never touched a football. But your mother has a beautiful spirit. When I'm with her, I tremble with gladness. That sounds like my mom sometimes. A spirit unlike any other. I will miss her. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Okay. She sings me a lullaby at bedtime. I formed you in my womb. Its melody echoes in my dreams. She did do that. Um, Would you say it's a sweet melody and you will never hear it again? You are the child of her womb. The lullaby should be yours. Or I must now sing myself to sleep. The lullaby is mine, for I am of the womb. Okay. Your father calls me sport. He is my provider and he holds me in his strong arms when I am frightened. He no longer remembers who you are. Again, this is not my father. So you would say I'm a forgotten bastard or, ah, uh, dad, may he always remember me? I'm a forgotten bastard. Okay. And no good rotten bastard. Your mother gave me all of your old clothes. She presses the shirts for me and helps me button them all the way around my long white neck. She says I am handsome just like my father. My father was once yours. Would you say your father was once mine or you have taken my clothes? I have nothing. You've taken my clothes. I have nothing. I wear your clothes now, so I feel like it wouldn't be that big of a difference, honestly. You've taken my clothes and I have nothing. Okay. Your mother calls me her big helper because I assist her with domestic tasks. You're (sighs) no one's big helper. Would you say I am no one's big helper or I am no one? I am no one. I have nothing. I have forgone everything. Okay. When your father hugs me, I'm comforted by the roundness of his whiskers against my delicate chin. He is a dumb man, (laughs) but he loves his family greatly. Okay, now now we're talking. <laughs> Would you say, I was the one he used to love? When I close my eyes, I can still feel his whiskers? Or, Dad. Dad. When I fall asleep in the car, your father carries me inside and brings me to my bed. I do not wake. Would you say, it pains me to hear this, but it is true? Or stop telling me these things, please. Please stop telling me these things. Once I was lost in a fog on a moonless night, running and running, unable to find my way home. The air was still silent, and your father could hear the frantic patter of my little feet from many miles away. 
He followed the sound of my footsteps until he discovered me, shivering and alone, down by the lake. My only child, he whispered. You're safe now. I looked up into his eyes and the fog cleared behind him and the sky suddenly seemed to pulse with glitter. He smiled warmly. Then he led me down to the water and showed me how to skip stones. I never quite got the hang of it, but it doesn't matter. A great peace overcame me as I sat on his lap, admiring our shimmering reflection in the broken water. Everything felt right. Every atom in the world in its place. Your father was meant to be mine. Would you say I should have been in his lap or oh? Oh. <laughs> your mother and father are no longer yours. You lost them. Would you say I lost them? I lost them. I lost them. Or I never thought this would happen. I never thought this would happen. You've taken many things for granted. Below are some photos of prisoners I found in government database. The prisoners have all committed terrible crimes. Please select one to be your new father. You have um, an older white gentleman with white hair, mm-hmm. a middle-aged white gentleman with dark brown hair, another middle-aged white gentleman with like, what's, is this, is it a goatee that goes, that has a mustache that yeah. connects yeah, around the chin with a goatee and like sandy blonde hair. And there's another middle-aged white man <laughs> who has a goatee as well, but his hair on his head is dark brown and his goatee is like brown with pepper, salt and pepper in it. That's my new dad. The last one? That's daddy. <laughs> and then this can be your new mother. It's one of those um, CNCs where yeah. you you pull the crank and it spins around and it goes, mm-hmm. this is a cow. This Move. is your mother. Yeah, exactly. You may greet her by saying one of the following terms. Hello, mother. I am a baby now. You are very beautiful. Hello, mother. I am afraid of you. We are our family. Hello. I cannot tell where your eyes are. Or mom. Hello, I cannot tell where your eyes are. Okay. Your parents are mine now, which means your grandparents are also mine. I spent the morning weeping before your grandmother's grave. (laughs) Your only option is to say I do not understand. I do not understand. She died yesterday. Your parents didn't tell you because they're not your parents anymore. Your new parents are a criminal and a toy. Okay. (laughs) Your options are everyone I love is gone. Everything is erased. Or I'm learning many new things today. I'm learning many new things today. You're taking this so well. I've also taken your name. Please select your new name below. Parvis, Adolf, Bucket, Susan, Gomer, Pornography, or Trisha. My new name is Pornography. <laughs> okay. Pornography Jones. Ahoy, ahoy. I'm Eric. And I'm Pornography Jones. And, and this, this is Fighting, Fighting with, with My, my other, other Half. I have something else to tell you. What? We're done speaking. Oh, that's the end of the podcast, everybody. Have a good one. Uh, it was a good run. Lydia wanted to keep going until she just wanted to keep it going. But I guess after this, uh, not anymore. Well, you've been abandoned and all your loved ones are gone. Your parents have been taken by someone else. You have new parents, but they're bad. The truth is that you are alone now. You're a passenger on an empty bus traveling nowhere. You cannot change this. Everything is much worse and you will probably remain that way forever. You're alone. You're unloved. And there's no good news to report. If it's any consolidation, here's a photograph of a beautiful wolf. How this beautiful is a podcast. So you don't get to see it. Can I see it? Nope. It's a podcast. The fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Here you go. Oh, it's just a wolf howling. Yeah. Just Google howling wolf and I'm probably sure it yeah, is. Yeah, we'll put this the on the first, Instagram. It's going to be the first um, image that is brought up. Actually, I'm going to Google it right now. Okay, well, and see if Howling Wolf, are you Googling it? I'm going to put it on the Instagram. Okay. <laughs> put it right there. Beautiful Wolf. Check out our Instagram. Eric, do the plug. Yes, you can check out our Instagram at FWMOHpod at Instagram. Woo, getting 
real dang good at that. Are you strong enough to eat the loaf of bread you just baked, even though it came out of the oven begging for life? No. You just baked a... Well, we're going to find out. That's what this quiz is about. (laughs) No, it's good. I should have clarified. You just baked a loaf of bread and you're very excited to eat it. But when you took it out of the oven, it was talking frantically in a deep, loud voice, pleading with you not to eat it so it could live. It sounds really desperate, but it also smells so delicious. And you're pretty hungry. Are you Fuck strong it, enough to eat it? <laughs> Are you strong enough to eat the loaf of bread you just baked, even though it came out of the oven begging for life? Take this quiz to find out. So, if it's sentient, does that mean it has organs and stuff as well? I would say yes, but I would say they're still made out of bread, so it wouldn't matter to us. Ooh, okay. Well, yeah. I was I was wondering if it was going to be just like a, a bread filled with meat, or if it was just but like with that, it's just bread filled with raw dough. I think it's bread with bread. Bread with bread. I think it's just like cooked bread on the inside and a hard shell bread on the outside. Just like me. (laughs) You're a bread guy. I'm a bread guy. Bread guy. Bread boy. The bread is saying things like, please don't eat me. I'm the bread and I want to have a life. I want to experience this beautiful world. I'm bread from the oven and I want to fall in love and buy a car. I'm bread and I dream when I go to sleep. Do these pleas for a life move you to mercy or do you still want to eat the bread? I still want to eat the bread. I don't fucking care, dude. I'm hungry. And also no one should want to like have a car. So you don't want me to read the answers? You just want me to put the one that says yes? Just said, yeah, yes. Okay, that's fine. I just want to clarify. Yeah, I'm going to eat them. Oh, no. Now the bread is saying it wants to go to St. Lawrence College and study French literature. It keeps oh, weeping. Eat it. Eat it. And, and saying, I want to read the Count of Monte Cristo in the original French. I love French. being bread and I'm scared to die. Don't eat me. I'm bread. This doesn't do anything. For I me. want to have sex with all my professors. I'm oh. bread and I want to go to college. Are you heartless enough to deprive the bread of its dream of becoming a literary scholar? I am. There's no future in that. So might as well kill you now. Yes, obviously. Bread is for eating. If a loaf of bread got a college degree, it wouldn't be a provision of God's plan. A little boy in a sailor's suit holding a gigantic lollipop just ran into your kitchen and screamed at the bread, Oh, daddy, 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 oy vey, oy vey, daddy, daddy, I love you and it's my birthday. Please live so you can teach me how to grow a unibrow and how to scale a fish. And the bread is shouting back at the boy, Oh, my son, you are one of my 15 children. I have nine sons and six daughters, and all of them are scared because I'm bread. I'm a loaf of bread, and I love you, son. I want to teach you how to scale a fish and show you the right way to jump into a volcano. I didn't exist until five minutes ago. I'm bread, and my eldest son is 46 and writes music for pornographic adaptations of airplane safety demonstrations. The little boy in the sailor suit is blowing kisses to the bread and the bread keeps shouting, one of us is bread and one of us is my son. I love my son because I'm bread. Would you be so cool to eat this loaf of bread and orphan this sweet boy along with his other 14 children? I will eat the son, then I will eat the bread. (laughs) So this says, yes, I will eat the bread in front of the son who says, oy vey, bread should not have children. Bread should not have children. Only human and bugs should have children. I will eat the bread because I am hungry and I do not want the bread to have a family. I eat. The bread just belched and said, I want to kill an endangered rhinoceros. (laughs) Does this change anything about whether or not you want to eat it? Eat it. Would you say that I don't care one way or another? I just want to eat the bread. Or would you say I don't want a rhinoceros to die, but it's still wrong to stand in the bread of the way of a bread's dream of killing it? I would let the bread burp and kill the animals is only right. Or you'd you say I would compromise 
by eating the bread and then killing the rhinoceros myself. I would eat the bread. Just eat the bread. Okay, don't kill the rhino. Don't kill the rhino. Okay, we can still be married. That's good. <laughs> I would never kill the rhino. Good. If anything, I'd I'd hire rhino to go murder the bread's family after I eat the bread mm. or before I eat the bread. I'd make the bread watch. Yeah. Because the rhinos kill his family. Right, right. And then eat the bread. Right. Eventually. Tracking. Understood. Hmm. A ray of blinding light just appeared in your kitchen and its faded glorious angel from heaven when standing there, beckoning to the bread, the angel pointed at the bread and said, you're the bread, you're the child of God. And the bread shouts back, I'm the bread and Christ is my master. And the angel said, oh, you're the big fat bread and you are full of the Holy Spirit of the Lord. Why does this sound sexual? And, I don't know, is it the way I'm reading it? You're the big fat bread. <laughs> and you're so filled with the Holy this Spirit. This is an angel, Eric. Oh my gosh. The bread is so filled with the Holy Spirit. That's the thing people say about Christianity is like, yeah. the Lord needs to come, come inside, inside me. Yeah. And, yeah. It's, a, it's a daddy fetish. I guess. And the bread said, I'm the bread from the oven and I wish to live a life of prayer and good works. And the angel kisses the bread and whispers, God calls you Mr. Bread. And your life is sacred, just as all life is. Then the angel opened your kitchen window and flew away. His wings made a buzzing noise like a bug. Do you still want to eat the bread after learning God has blessed it with a soul? Okay. Why does this angel need to open the window to leave whenever it just ascended? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he's got like a second errand to run. Also, why is this angel sounding human-like and not like, you know, the horror that is a biblically accurate angel? Or, you know, six wings and a ton of eyes. A ton and, of eyes. Yeah. And like lion's fur and shit. I don't think that this was written by like a theological. You know what? Bist True. History. History. <laughs> Biblical history master. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Also, if the the bread wants to do good, why want to murder a rhinoceros? I know. An endangered rhinoceros. Mm -hmm. Well, I didn't know that it was a child that got up until that point. I feel like. Uh, I disagree. Okay. But the angel did say that God is calling the bread, so mm -hmm. it's time to end its life mm. by eating it. Okay. So send it back to heaven. You or hell. You would say that it's fine. You would still eat the bread. And listening to God is optional. Yeah. That's what I'll say. <laughs> I mean, he did give us free will, so that makes sense. You are strong enough to eat the bread. Hey, pretty cool. According to this quiz, you have the emotional fortitude necessary to eat the loaf of bread you just baked, even if it comes out of the oven begging for its life. Mm -hmm. I'm heartless. Even though the bread has dreams and a family and is blessed with the love of God, you've got no <laughs> qualms about slicing it up and scarfing it down. The bread will scream while you eat it. And with its last breath, it will shriek, I am the bread and beautiful music makes me cry. And then the bread will be gone because you ate it. You won't be bothered at all because you have a heart of stone. Yes. You're definitely strong enough to eat the loaf of bread while it begs for its life. Nice yeah. job. I'll eat it slowly too. Oh, wow. Okay, now you're just turning into a menace. And in front of the sailor boy, be like, look at your father. Look at your father, boy. <laughs> look as I eat him. Cool. All right, let's do two more. Okay. I've got one that's another, I'm going to ask you a series of questions. You're going to tell me whether you did or didn't. Okay. And then I have another one that's like questions, just like that last one was, and then we'll call it good. Sound good? Okay, so the next one's like the checklist of like rookie mistakes, but not that specifically. Right, right. Okay. This is a different, a different scenario. All right, give it to me. Good. Our king is a great and generous king who cares dearly for each and every subject in his kingdom. For this reason, he has opened his doors to his castle on this day to hear the grievances of his people. 
Which of these grievances do you wish to bring before the king? You're an asshole. And you're rich. I don't know if that's an option yet. Hold on. (laughs) Fuck you. (laughs) And then he'll murder you probably, right? Look here, king man. King man? Fuck you. (laughs) What's that from, Twisted? Fuck you, Javar. Fuck you, Javar. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all haven't already checked it out. Go check out Starkid on the YouTube. On the YouTube. Listening or watching Twisted. Great take on Aladdin from Jafar's perspective. Mm-hmm. All right. Check off all the grievances you wish to bring before the majesty. My lord, every night while we sleep, a mischievous man sneaks into our land and names all of our cows Henry. Please, my lord, he must be stopped. Do you have that grievance? I do not. Okay. All cows are named Henry. Everybody knows that. All Henrys are cows and all cows are Henrys. I'm going to make a note of that. Also, if your name is Henry and you listen to this podcast, I'm so sorry that he just called you a cow. If, if your Henry is your name. If your Henry is your name. <laughs> and Henry. if your Henry was his name. Oh. Well, <laughs> if Henry is your name, I'm sorry to tell you this, but you are a cow. Bitch, I'm a cow. Bitch, I'm a cow. Moo, bitch, I'm a cow. Bitch, bitch, I'm a cow. Is that how that song goes? I don't know <laughs> what you're saying to me right now. I've played that song for you so many times because sometimes I just sing it. Yeah. Well, sometimes the, the songs that you play for me, I put away in my head somewhere like bubble bath yeah bubble bath bubble bath <laughs> ew, 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 ew. Ew. scrub my knees ooh, ooh. <laughs> tis the skaters my lord they're out of control do you have that grievance i don't let them shred bro let my skaters shred my lord, I'm so sorry to say that every day a dragon flies over my eldest son and drops a huge shit on top of him. Then I have to spend the whole day digging him out of the dragon shit instead of harvesting the crops. Tis a great hassle, my lord. No, I don't have that problem. I just leave him in the shit. Sure, sure, sure. He's been shit on enough to know how to get out of dragon shit. Yeah, he should. He's the eldest, right? Yeah. Not really a grievance, but I'm scared of dying, my lord. Just needed to admit that to somebody. Yeah. That one? Okay. Yeah, we'll go with that one. My lord, nowhere in the kingdom is there an arcade built for adults where they can drink and have fun with Dude, co-workers at the end of the day. Yeah. No, we, you need that. Is you it need, a free play? Are you specifically asking for yes, a free I'm play situation? Yes, I'm asking for like a, like a, oh man. Sorry, I'm just thinking about a free play situation. Oh. And I'm happy. Which is, my lord, just the idea of them terrifying. No, the idea of them makes me horny, my lord. <laughs> Which is, my lord, they turn me on. I need more. Tis my neighbor, my lord. He has thrown several holiday parties this year, and I have not been invited to any of them. It just feels bad to be excluded, my lord. I don't care what Kyle does. Okay. Let him throw his parties. Oh, you don't live beside Henry? No, I don't live next to cows. Oh, okay. My lord, there's no doctors. If we get hurt, nobody knows what to do. This feels like an infrastructural oversight, my lord. Yeah, like we need doctors. I'm, I'm tired of Brandon coming over and just throwing a leech on me. We need actual doctors. <laughs> he just sticks his hand in the jar of leeches mm-hmm. and he just throws it that way. But like only one comes off because they're all stuck on his hand. Stuck yeah. in his hand. And then he dies. And then the next Brandon has to come in. Mm, are they all named Brandon? They're all named Brandon. Wow. They're all inbred. I don't, I don't think just because you're inbred means you have to take their name. The family doesn't know any other name. <laughs> They're like a Pokemon. They just say Brandon. <laughs> oh, that's good. I like the idea of selecting throw leech from yeah. like the. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Brandon used throw leech. He hurt himself in his stupidity. 
Thank you, my lord, for hearing my humble requests. You see, it's my friend's birthday, and he's a big fan of yours. He's too shy to ask, but I was wondering if you might give him an autograph or something. He'd really appreciate it. Make it up to Dave. No. I have no friends named Dave. Oh, okay. Do you have friends? Is Brandon? <laughs> Do I have friends? Do you? Henry's my friend. Oh, okay. That's fair. He's the cow that lives five blocks away. Just that one, though? Like, not all the Henrys? Not all the Henrys. Oh. You know who you are. <laughs> my lord, there is a parsley famine in the kingdom, and we are forced to go without garnish. Tis torture, my lord. Fuck garnish. If I can't eat it, why put it on my plate? Does Henry agree with that? Yes. Okay. My lord, the blacksmith called me a nerd. No. Because no one would ever call you a nerd? No one would ever say that to my face. That would be a problem for me. Why? Because I feel like the, I would definitely like go to the blacksmith and be like, I need 60 20s made. And they'd be like, ha, nerd. I, I need 60 20s made is what I heard. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just like counting on his fingers like. And then 20, 60, 20 marble statues ran out of the ground and destroyed everything in their path. I need, shout out to Big Bird. Shout out to Big Bird. <laughs> May he rest in prison? No. He got acquitted. <laughs> Listen, that was my first big case. <laughs> I got acquitted, and now I'm going to get beans off the hook here soon. I'll look out for his uh, wanted poster on Instagram. It's not there because he's not wanted anymore by the police. We want him. <laughs> <laughs> I was considering, I was like, we could totally make that. That would be cute and fun. And then... <laughs> I wasn't even thinking about us, like the implications. <laughs> I didn't consider the implications. You see, my lord, this rainy weather we've been having has really got me down in the dumps. That's all, my lord. No, I like rain. Okay. Can we get a dog, my lord? We promise we'll take good care of it. You wouldn't have to feed her anything, my lord, please. Yes. Get, get a dog. Monarchy is an oppressive form of government, my lord. Perhaps consider something more democratic? My lord, have you thought about just giving up power? You haven't. Oh, okay. Well, that that is a better option for all of us. <laughs> so there's not anarchy. Tis my friend Harrison, my lord. He's always asking me to hang out with him. But it's like, I have other stuff to do, you know? I mean, I'm not 20 anymore. I can't just kick back all the time. Can you relate, my lord? Yes. That's the agreements you have for him? I'm not asking you oh, this as my king. Sorry. This is yeah, things right. you're asking the king. No, I'm not asking. Not okay. Because you don't have any friends named Harrison, only Henry. Not anymore. I don't have a friend named Harrison anymore. I had a friend named Harrison in high school. What happened to Harrison? We don't talk about that. Okay. I don't know. I don't know who lost contact. <laughs> okay, that's fair. He moved to the other side of the village. Got separated by all the Henrys. Oh, I was talking about as me, Eric, having a real friend named Harrison. We literally have been in improv land this whole time. I know. I'm sorry. I was distracted by the Halloween tree. So you don't have a friend named Harrison? Not in this world, no. Okay. There's too much salt in my soup, my lord. I put too much salt in and now it's ruined. Stuff like this is always happening to me, my lord. No, I don't have this grievance. Okay. Because I don't eat soup. We literally just ate soup. Earlier this week. And I had pizza with it. Oh, wait, we're in improv land. My bad. You don't <laughs> need soup in this world. No grievances, my lord. Just wanted to see the inside of the castle. It's nice. Yeah. 
Well, it's a lie because you did bring two other grievances. Well, don't worry about it. Congratulations. You brought your grievances before the king and he listened to them all with an air of detached sympathy. Truly, he is good and righteous. Long live the king. Long live the king. Long live me. I poisoned his chalice. Oh, dang. Ding, ding, ding. Ding, 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 you know. All right. We will rise up from the ashes of this monarchy and become authoritarian. I said that word wrong. Edit that out. <laughs> okay. How are you supposed to say it? I don't remember. I thought it sounded right. Is it? I don't know. I'm not okay, a history I I said, dude. I said authoritarian, which I don't think is right. Oh. Authoritarian. Author- author- the authors will run this the land. The authors will run this land. <laughs> <laughs> the authors... The Arthurs will run this land. It's the land of Advox. You'll soon be seen. I remove the mask upon my face and reveal that I am a first generation Arthur the Ardvark whenever he had the big ass nose. Do you not remember that? No, I do. Okay. It just took me a second. It's gross. Sorry. Why, why does Arthur make you gross? No, gross it just says big ass nose. His, his penis hanging nose. Eric, I don't know if you know this about me. But I, I sell samurais. So- sa- I sell samurais. I sell sandwiches. Eric, I don't know if you know this about me, <gasps> but I sell samurai swords to a couple of kids in my neighborhood every now and then. <laughs> okay. There's Cordley, Ben, my neighbor's incredibly rude daughter, and a 12 year old boy who wears only black garbage bags over his head mm-hmm. and goes by the name of The Shadow. Okay. Which one of these kids who I sell samurai swords to are you? I'm Shadow. Well, no, we're going to take a quiz and you'll find out. No, no, I'm letting you know. Okay. First of all, each one of the neighborhood kids who buys samurai swords from me calls me some inaccurate version of my name. That's not my actual name. Lindia. (laughs) I've been called that so many times. What the fuck? Or Linda. Which messed up version of my name do you refer to me as? Mr. President? The Big Frog? The Sword Bitch? Or I refuse to call you anything but junior because I am far more skilled than you with a sword. <laughs> like, uh, what is Big Frog? Big Frog? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the kids who buy swords from me also send me text messages all the time. And it makes me wish I never became a sword salesman. Mm-hmm. It's turned my life into an endless hassle where I always am receiving texts from kids who want to buy my ancient Japanese weapons. You would most likely text me. I'm coming over to buy lawn medicine from you because you think that you, if you refer to swords as lawn medicine, then the police would not be suspicious if they intercept my text. However, you would then immediately follow up this text with a message that says the lawn medicine is swords, (laughs) which completely defeats the purpose of the original text. So who the hell knows what you're trying to accomplish? You would most likely text every single emoji that's available. You would most likely text, where are the swords? I need the swords. Give them the swords. Do we know? Or would you break our long one-sided text conversation in which you repeatedly ask what puberty is to command me to meet you behind my house and sell you a samurai sword? Go with the first one. <laughs> the lawn the medicine. medicine yeah. By lawn medicine, I mean swords. swords. I just want to be very clear. I don't know if you're picking up on this, but I, I I don't want lawn medicine. I need swords. But I'm trying to avoid the police. I don't need the police on my tail. <laughs> this, is a, this is a 12-year-old. Very high stakes. 
I don't need the police. I don't need mom and dad knowing about my swords. I almost said fetish and I stopped myself. My sword fetish. <laughs> I'm a 12-year-old with a sword fetish. The kids in the neighborhood who buy samurai swords from me all like to pay a bunch of different ways. And none of those ways is money, which is my pre- preferred method of payment. What fucked up way would you pay for samurai swords? You would pay me in Mrs. Morsery bucks, which are very useful in Mrs. Morsery's class. You would color an entire checkbook with a crayon and just give the whole thing to me. You would stop screaming as loud as you can directly into my ear and then whisper, I've paid you with my silence. Or (laughs) would you turn a burlap sack inside out and have four severed wolf heads fall out of it? That one. Really? You would you would sever the dogs' heads? They're not dogs, they're wolves. They attacked me. Basically dogs. They attacked me with their wolf. Okay. I'd hunt down the wolf that was howling in the (laughs) (laughs) in the picture not too long ago. The kids I sell samurai swords to like to play with the swords after I sell them. How would you play with your samurai sword on the street? You would make a robot outfit out of cardboard boxes and then go to school while waving your samurai sword around wildly while yelling at your teachers that you are a cyborg named Dangerbot, the robot that accidentally kills people. You would mail pictures of yourself holding the sword to all the girls that you think are cute. It's a well-known fact that girls love boys who hold swords. Bitches love swords. Everybody knows that. The longer your sword, the better they love you. All the samurai know. Or would you wildly swing the sword at your face because you have no regard for human life whatsoever? Or finally, would you show how adept you are in the ways of sword by slicing off the tips of your bangs, not nicking your skin? But then you'd knock me to the ground until suddenly you have the samurai sword at my throat. Sorry, I'm having to change the pronouns and this is or the, the people being referred to in this. It's very difficult mm. to read. You would then press the blade gently into my neck until it slightly draws blood. And you'd refuse to take it away unless I tell you why my voice has been getting deeper and why you've been growing facial hair. Chicks love swords. <laughs> Chicks do love swords. Samurai sword. Look at my look at my katana. Hello, Margaret. Look at my katana. Isn't it cool? Aren't I a cool dude? Where where are you going? Come back. Sword. <laughs> what would you say is the best part about having a samurai sword? You're now able to win every game of kickball at recess if you put your sword out and demand that your team won. Samurai swords are a major babe magnet. You can now force your parents to give you more money than usual. Or being able to kill so easily while also using it to threaten people for information, like asking them what pubes are and why my friends at school won't stop talking about them. Pubes. Yep. <laughs> and threaten my, my parents for more money now. <laughs> Give me all my allowance in one go, mother. And be prepared to do it next week. Or the father gets it. (laughs) Which would you say is the worst part about having a samurai sword? When some copycat at school mimics you with a butter knife and thinks he's just as cool as you, even though his sword sucks. And he would never be able to use the ancient order of the samurai. Fucking Dylan. Am I right? If your name's Dylan, that's you. You know it. (laughs) 
when girls laugh and laugh at the pictures you took of yourself holding your sword and who then say that they don't want to go on a date with you because you're a weirdo who owns a sword. Yeah. Or, Just like real life. <laughs> who are you sending fucking pictures to asking to go on dates because you have a sword, Eric? Just like real life. This, this is middle school all over again. Oh, okay. <laughs> About to say. I'm the only one who should be getting those sword pictures. They threw the sword back at me. It sounds dangerous. It was blunt. Needing to put loud alarms on your sword so your parents can't take them away from you when you're sleeping? Or when teachers take your samurai sword away after you use it to threaten the people who made fun of your voice cracking? Uh, the second one. The oh, girl's laughing. The girl's laughing at me. Yeah. And then you cry to sleep holding your sword. You cry to sleep holding your sword. I'm the seller of the swords and I don't have that issue. I cry to sleep holding my sword. Okay, cool. Just want to clarify that like... Striking it gently. This is a you problem only. This is just my problem. Yeah. I am the problem. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like it, honestly. You're the one selling swords to children, you fucking loony. Nah, listen, listen, they asked. Okay, they text me all the time. (laughs) This child wants uh, nuclear devices? Got it. Done. Okay. Snap. This child wants... A loving household? Can't do it. Tit pits? No. Tit pits. This kid wants tits in their armpits. Get plastic surgery yep. to add tits to your pits? Yep. Sounds awfully sweaty. <laughs> You've heard of toys for tots. Get ready for tits <laughs> for pits. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. As soon as one of these kids buys a samurai sword from me, they will usually go off and try to fight one of their enemies with it. Which one of these would you feel most compelled to try to fight with your samurai sword? A goose, a, a middle school aged girl, a waitress, or a samurai? A samurai. Okay. Which of these headlines would run in the local newspaper the day after I sold the samurai swords to you? Do you remember the kid who used to go... This is not this. Do you remember the kid who used to, who would go around with chainsaws and cut down the 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 poles that had the electricity in them so that way they didn't have to go to school? Do you no, remember that from I, My Favorite Murder? I don't remember that. You don't remember that? I don't remember that. I don't that. remember what they called him. There's a whole animated about it. <laughs> the Chainsaw Buddy. I'll have to watch it after this. The Boy Saw. Which of these headlines... Okay, would run in the... Yes. Local child breaks in the numerous houses to destroy schoolmates' Lego cities with samurai sword. Hell yeah. No one makes a Lego city better than my Lego city in my neighborhood. Local child asks girl to school dance by chasing her with a sword. Hell yeah. No one says no to me anymore. That's problematic. (laughs) (laughs) Girl arrested for throwing samurai sword straight through greenhouse. Or masked samurai wielding vigilante steals every playboy from yet another local gas station. That one. The playboy one? Gotta steal all the playboys. Ugh. Gross. And return them. Stickied. Well... Eric, yep. you're the 12-year-old boy who goes by Shadow. Hell yeah, I am. <laughs> okay, so you're the Shadow. To this day, I honestly have no idea whether you're one of the best swordsmen ever or just a normal kid. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes you show an incredible amount of skill when it comes to using the samurai sword. But other times you save things that seem like you're just a normal 12-year-old boy who's bewildered by puberty. Yep. You frequently use your sword to disarm me with the skill of a master samurai. But once you've got the blade in my throat, you start interrogating me with all the questions about your changing body that I don't really feel comfortable. Why is my pee pee hard? (laughs) (laughs) See, like that one. That's a great example. Thanks so much. 
My current theory is that at some point in time, you had a father sensei figure who taught you the ways of the blade, Mm. but he abandoned you without teaching you how puberty works. Also, you wear a garbage bag over your head to conceal your identity, and I have no idea what that's about. Seems dangerous. I can't see. Probably have like the eye holes cut out. Help me. Like maybe the mouth hole. Yeah. Mouth hole. Only the mouth hole. It's like that episode of Spongebob. What? (laughs) (laughs) So, (laughs) So there's a scene... Where he's like robbing a bank, but he puts a sock over his head. Uh-huh. And he's like, put the money in the bag. Put it in. Uh, but he has no eye holes in the sock. So he's facing away from the bank teller <laughs> whenever he's like yelling at him. He's like, sir, uh, I'm over here. Oh. And then he's like, put it in the bag. <laughs> and he's like, okay, do you have a savings or checking account? And someone was like, oh, uh, checking. <laughs> I was like, oh, seems here you don't have any money. Oh, darn it. Okay, well, I'll just leave. <laughs> oh, that's funny. SpongeBob is such a, like, classic good show, especially yeah. like, the earlier episodes. Mm-hmm. Like, I can definitely go back and watch those and still laugh at those. Some of the newer ones get a little bit dumber, I think. That's fair. But, yeah, cool. Well. Gratitude. Grapadoobiff. It's your turn first this week. It's my turn first this week. Y'all. Hello. My name is Eric. And this week I'm grateful for. Why are you turning this to an AA meeting? Hello. My name is Eric. Hi, uh, Eric. I'm a grateful. And I am I am grateful for the holidays coming up. For us. For us. Because it's still not even Thanksgiving yet. Yeah. Y'all. Yeah, that's fair. Get yeah. a little break from work. Break you have from another work break from yeah. work coming up yep. and then we have christmas and new year's and blah 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 and so much food in between all that you know yeah i've been challenged uh, <laughs> by my father-in-law one of them one of them to to eat all the food which i would really love it if you didn't because i at least want like a bite of a couple no. things <laughs> i'll regurgitate it into your mouth Ew. after i eat it all i'm not into that it's not my kink i'll mommy bird you no thanks <laughs> Yeah, I'm excited to, to eat <laughs> food, Yeah, uh, hang out, be off of work for a good while. Should be a good time. Yeah, for sure. I'm grateful that we got all of our stuff taken care of for to be ready to go in January. Yes. We're going to visit our family down in Texas, mm-hmm. from Maryland to Texas, and we got all of our bits and bops in line for that. Our booty bops, yep. And just excited to go and have a good time and see people we haven't seen in a hot minute yeah so see friends and family yeah be exhausted because we're gonna be running around all week but that's okay man that week's gonna be so tiring but it's gonna be great it's gonna be really positive and happy it's gonna be a fun time yeah fun time for fun people as always you know we want to hear y'all's gratitude Mm -hmm. so feel free to jump over to our instagram yep share that gratitude with us that's once again fwmoh pod on instagram you can also find us on Buy Us a Coffee if you feel so obligated. Yeah. It still is Buy Us a Coffee because we don't have anything more personalized yet. Still looking for those ideas. Yeah, you can buy Lydia all the coffee she needs. <laughs> but you can find all those links down in our show notes. If you like the show, make sure to leave some kind of comment. Review. Review. Rate it. Tell your friends. Tell your family. And if you don't like it? Uh, tell your enemies. Heck yeah. Yeah. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. And here's to a good... And wonderful 2024. Oof, 2024. Here we come. Bye.
Me, 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 you, 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 me. Every day we're walking along in a winter of land and the snow is a fall and we're going, we're walking and we see a stalker. Are you just telling me a story from your life? And go. (laughs)